Oh my god, is that Kevin Bishop and Matt Knight? Chick and... May. Shut up and sit down. From the classiest radio station on the air, this is... Checkmate. What's up, guys? This is Matt Knight, back with another episode of Checkmate with Bishop and Knight. Unfortunately, my partner, Mr. Kevin Bishop, is out of town working this week, and he will not be joining us. But, lucky for you, I do have one very special guest back, Mr. Wild Bill, Bill Schaefer of the... What's the name of the podcast? Uh, the Last Stand. The Last Stand podcast. He yeah. has uh, picked up the, the microphone and decided to get into some podcasting of his own, and I have been very impressed with the episodes that he has put out so far. Um, also, I have started another podcast with two good friends of mine uh, called Swanton Pod. It's a, a light-hearted, uh, a little bit more light-hearted approach than Checkmate can be from time to time. It's about professional wrestling um, and everything to do with professional wrestling. We were on twitch last night for all elite wrestling's all out 2021 pay-per-view and my god we had a great time so we have mr wild bill back and boy do we have some things to discuss so to start off with um i had bill um kevin bishop and i had bill on our podcast as our as our first guest bill's a longtime friend of mine uh we deployed together to iraq uh, back in 06. So we've known each other for quite a while, and, and he's just a, a great guy to have on to pick his brain about different things. And um, he was really, really impressed and, and enjoyed doing the podcast, and he decided to start his own. So let's talk a little bit about uh, starting up a podcast, what kind of roadblocks that you've ran into, um, kind of your experience with setting up your own yeah. your, your own thing. So when I finally decided to go ahead and do it, the thing that um, the thing that I tried to do was uh, I mean I was paying attention during the time that I was here uh, as a guest that first time and I, re- I honestly I paid attention to what how you had things set up right and so I tried to uh, mimic that but you also I mean you also have to understand basically this is sort of like these are sort of like little side roads yeah they're little side roads and you have to understand the map when it you know when you're trying to get all of these different things into your main thoroughfare. Okay, that's kind of how I look at it. This is the map. I'd say really the only the only hang-up that I had was trying to figure out what's what on the mixer and then also the sound reverberation, the, the bounce that I get from sound into the room yeah. and how to mitigate that. And again, you really, I mean, you, you've, you've kind of taken this thing and, and I'm always impressed with... I mean, it seems like you're doing a new thing all the time. Well, I get I get to a point where I what I'm doing works, mm-hmm. but I see this could be better, and I'm pouring through YouTube all the time, and I'm I'm looking through tutorials, and I'm seeing this is what these guys are doing, and and I'm on a budget. You know, don't don't yeah. get me wrong. I, I work a I work a eight to five. You know, Monday through Friday. Um, I even have a part time job that I go to sometimes, depending on when they need me. Right. Um, and, and this is you know it's it's a hobby, but it's something that is it's extremely enjoyable for what I do. Yeah. Um, and I just see different things like well you know I could do this a little bit better. I could do this different. And it's been a process of building. 
you know, from when, when Bishop and I started back in March of this year yeah. of, you know, I got, you know, a little bit of tax money back. I think my state return was, was, was pretty good. I had a, had a kid last year. So right. you know, I had a nice, <laughs> nice little return from yeah. that. And, and, and I bought the kind of the bare minimum and started there and have been building ever since. And, and one thing it, now, Bill, you bought pretty much the same equipment that I use yeah. with, with this podcast. Correct? Oh yeah. 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 Um, so, one thing, if you guys are interested in starting, I've tried to make this uh, simple, as simple as it can be for anybody who is interested in it without breaking your, your bank or your wallet. I don't have the most expensive uh, setup here um, There, that you can spend, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars if you wanted to on microphones, mixing boards, software, computers. Um, I'm run, I run off two computers. I have a laptop that I record on. I have a very expensive desktop that I do my editing on and I have four microphones and a mixing board and then some sound dampening material and, and some other peripherals such as headphones, cords, different things like that. Well, see, that, 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 that was my thing. You know, the, the, really the expense in this. Yeah. If you want to, I mean, if this, look, this is not what I do for a living either. I'm like you. I, I find it enjoyable enough that I like doing it. Right. Okay. It gives me an opportunity to, to, you know, be the old guy that I am and rant, you know, to people. The, the expense of this, depending on how, how, how really you want to, how much you want to get into this thing, um, again, not, not making it your sole income or anything like that, or trying to get to that point. I'm not trying to make this a sole income. So, but wanting to create uh, an enjoyable listening experience, really the cost of the microphones, the mixing board, and the program that we use. Shut up and take my money! Right, exactly. Yeah. That's what I did. So, like I said, all of those things, the setup that you have and the, and the program that you're using, those are the things that I, that I went straight for. Um, I paid for the full small business personal licensing for, for Reaper. And, uh, and uh, to clarify, Reaper is the uh, is the recording slash editing software that we use to basically produce you know our podcast. And yeah. I've tried to make this simple for you guys. Um, if you head over to checkmatewithbishopandknight.com on our podcasting equipment page, you will see a full list of what each product that we have. In, in our respective studios that, you know, that we use to, you know, microphones, peripherals, mixing board, and even a, a download link for the Reaper software. So you have everything in one place that you can produce a quality podcast for a minimal budget. And, and you can go cheaper. I don't know if I recommend it because I did a ton of research before I purchased any of this. I poured through Amazon reviews. I read, I watched YouTube reviews on the micro, the specific microphones that I used, the, the, the mixing boards. Yeah, yeah, and these toner microphones, they're you know they're what fifty dollars a piece. Yeah, right? like they're that. running yeah. running like I think I just bought one, my fourth mic. You know, for for guests, I uh, have for the other podcast. It, it's an impending need now that I have a fourth microphone. So oh, I, yeah. bought, I bought one two days ago, and it was like fifty dollars and thirty three cents. And the quality that you get out of these microphones in combination with this pile mixing board, um, with the way that you can change your, your effects if you want to, different things like that. Yeah. It's, it's kind of amazing. It is. And, and like I said, you know, my initial, my initial cost was a microphone, headphones, the mixing board, and the program, the Reaper program. Right. On which, and Reaper, Reaper can do so much more. I mean, really, I don't know if it's a, a top-of-the-line professional program, but it's up there. I was using 
Audacity, which is a, a free free license program. It's one of those that they say, you know, if you're enjoying Audacity, make a donation to this website, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what I produced my first episode on. And then a good friend of mine who is in IT, um, that that's his that is his professional career, and he does um, audio and video tutorials i think for for whatever group that he's with yeah he said dude you have to try reaper you can try it literally for as long as you want for free and then you know if you decide that it's for you you go and buy the license and and bam you have this great program and i've been nothing but impressed with it it's much easier to use than i would say that audacity was especially with the multi-mic setup the multi-track stuff that we do with your intros your outros your sound effects your splitting of tracks the way that it edits um you can set hot keys to do you know if you have a specific action that you do a lot you can set like you know shift z and it does that action each time and it makes your editing so much quicker and it's so easily tailored to what you can do with it and then on top of that as uh, bill and i were kind of discussing before the podcast the built-in effects that it has, such as eliminating your background noise. If you have a guest who talks louder or sound effects that is, is louder than, than the rest of your track, you can run a compressor yeah. and it brings the volume to, to a handleable level for your listeners. Yeah. And, 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 and you can do that instead of having to manually go in there and adjust your sounds, input, output, all that stuff allows you, Reaper allows you to do all of that stuff, which I will tell you folks, if you have somebody like Matt that's out there in the world, yeah, copy everything that he's doing. Okay, I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't say everything. I've made a ton, a ton of mistakes and spent countless hours doing just random tasks with this podcast. It seems like at times. Yeah, but but I mean, like, like I was telling you earlier, when I first came and uh, you know when we were when we did that episode together with uh, Kevin. Yeah. You know, like I said, really that was the point in which you know I mean five minutes into that particular podcast i was like oh yeah this this is something that i've thought about doing for a while right and it's something that i really want to do because now i'm seeing it you know i'm seeing it in action yeah once you once you upload that first that first episode and you get some feedback you know and you're not going to get listeners overnight but you're going to distribute it to your friends and 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 people who you know who you trust and different things and when i bill sent me before he even before he even uploaded his first episode he's you know texted me this is the clip of, of of my first test and i was like god you you already sound better than i did you know when i was making my first you know sound bites trying to figure out yeah. software and everything else but yeah. i hope th- that was also my goal is setting you up for success with it yeah. to where you did you didn't have those pitfalls that i went through is like where i got so discouraged i'm like gosh is this yeah. is this even something i want to keep doing or can i improve upon this yeah is this is this going to be something that's going to allow me because look we're not broadcasters even though that's kind of how the the format that i do my podcasts yeah and that's one that's one thing i wanted to do with bishop and knight too is i wanted it to sound more like a radio show than a podcast yeah i think that's a little that's probably our most niche thing and 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 bishop and knight right now we really don't have much of a niche other than if you come on our podcast we'll talk to you about anything right you know right but i mean if you notice on my podcast it's like i said it's a combination of okay this is what i want to do yeah okay which you were the impetus for that well you have a definite direction uh with 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 what you're doing with your podcast you mean a focus on the kind of things that i talk about 
I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, that's part of it, mm. but you have more of a direction of it's a, it's a straight from the horse's mouth type deal. Yeah. As to where with Bishop and I, it's, 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 it's always, the idea has always been more of, it's a conversational type thing. Mm-hmm. And if it goes to an aside, it goes to an aside, but we don't want to really be nailed into a certain category. And yeah. that may be something that works against us at some points. Well, I mean, okay, so if you're going to talk about that, the the thing that I noticed in the episodes that I did listen that you posted, <clears throat> even the ones uh, about wrestling, which mm. I, I have, <laughs> I, I, I think I was like 16 the last and time that's, I watched uh, wrestling. That's match. Swanton Pod. For uh, any of you who want to go listen to that, who are pro wrestling enthusiasts, it's anchor.fm forward, forward slash swanton pod. Those episodes that I listened to, and even the up other episodes where you had, um, oh, I forget the name of it, forgive me, I, it, you had some guy on there talking. Yeah, yeah, my buddy Chris. Yeah. Uh, he was, uh, th- we started off with the conversation where he was an extra on the movie yeah. Br- Bring It On. That's it. Yeah. Bring It On. You know, you're right from out the shoot. Okay, you guys are about having conversations. Yes. Okay, so my, the way I do my podcast, it's conversational, but really it's one-sided. Right. Right? Right. So Nobody can call you on your bullshit. And, you know, I wish right. that that's something that I could do is because yeah. I have a lot of bullshit that needs to be called. <laughs> <laughs> so the bullshit that I do, look, everybody that knows me knows that I'm, I'm opinionated. Nothing um, wrong with that. And I try to do opinionated stuff based on facts, based on the truth, based on what we know. Yes. What we can point to and say, yes, this is, this is the thing. I, I don't think it's something that works against you or for you. I think it's really it comes down to what, what, what does the audience want to hear? When we started it, we just kind of wanted to do a podcast. Yeah. And I'm overjoyed yeah. to just be doing a podcast. Right. Yeah. Now, I've gotten to the point where I enjoyed enough to where I would rather be doing this for eight hours a day than my other eight-hour day thing that I'm actually getting paid for. Absolutely. If if I could transition to doing this all the time, and I I mean, I look at, I mean, honestly. Well, you could, you could gender identify as a podcaster and. I could. You know. I could. And, and, you know, sometimes I do just identify as a podcast. Would that be a a non-binary podcast? Yeah, I feel the same way. So, like I said, I don't think I don't think it's anything that works against you or for you. I think it's you know, look, you're gonna. There are, you know, tens of thousands of people out there, eventually, that you will find, and out of those people, they will they will decide what format it is that they like listening to. And the market is so inundated right now with with podcasts, with everybody you know being home for so long. Anybody who yeah. has, has been at home that has any sort of ambition has figured something out to do. Yeah. And I think a good portion of that market, and I'm sure there are some statistic out there that I could research that tells you how many podcasts have popped up since the COVID shutdown, you, you, lockdown. I'm pretty sure that there's probably you, been a few. You, you, know? think, you think the COVID thing actually got people doing podcast stuff because I'm, I'm going to tell you the one thing i did notice and like i said i didn't get this from doing your episode that first time i was here you guys made it so easy when when we're I did just that a episode. couple of dumbasses that you come on and you talk to about whatever you want to right i mean but that's it's, it's but not, that's it's, genius though well, i mean it's, it, it's it, not like you're coming on and, and i have some previous like i'm i've hosted 
fear factor or something like right, that right, for, right. for you know 12 years it's not like you have that thing like i'm not a celebrity i'm a guy that you know yeah. and, and we've you know grab assed and <laughs> right. everything else and you know that pretty much anybody else that i allow into my house or the plaid palace studios moniker right. down here right it's probably going to be the same way yeah and my buddy Chris that was coming on to the bring in, the bring it on episodes of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, I'm just a middle-aged white guy. I don't know what to talk about. I'm like, dude, you're on the set of a movie. You're on the set of a movie that, yeah. you know, a bunch of people have, 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 have watched. And I can pause the scene and see your face yeah. at the start of this. That's a cool effing story, dude. Yeah. And a lot of that is just being able to bring out. Cause a lot of people think, well, I've never done anything cool with my life. Yeah. Yeah, you have. You've yeah. done a lot of cool shit, even if, even though you don't think you have done a lot of cool shit. Right. You know, and that's one thing that, you know, I hope I can speak on behalf of, of Kevin Bishop on this is we try to make it as much of an easy environment to talk about whatever as you can, because as, as opinionated as, as I can be, and as much as you've kind of heard me debate Bishop with some of his, oh, yeah. his points, oh, yeah. I respect those points that he has. Mm-hmm. I, I don't demean them. I may disagree with them, and I may be vocal about my disagreement. Yeah. But I'm glad he has those points of view. Well, yeah. You I know? mean, because I mean, what's the old country? If, if, if you got to stand for something, or you'll fall for anything. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, you, yeah. That's the kind of the kind of the moniker with that. Yeah. The fact that you guys came out to shoot that way is a lot different than the way I came out with my podcast. Oh, I didn't know you came out. I know. It's just it's crazy. But, uh, I didn't know your house had closets. <laughs> it's built in 1930. I've got plenty of closets. It's the 1930s. Right, the 1930s. Hence the attic. Yes. That's a history joke for those of you who don't get it. All right. So the way you guys came out onto the scene, you had your your guests and your, you know, we're going to talk about anything and talk back and forth and see where it goes. It's much harder to speak to a microphone. You know you have people out there that are listening, but it's much harder to to talk into a microphone and not see the people that you're talking to. You know, the way I do my podcasts, it is conversational, but it's a one-sided conversation, really. I would like to get away from that and get more into what you guys were doing straight out the gate, which is to do, you know, conversational pieces with actual people in the studio with you to keep that dynamic going. When we kind of did that, uh, by design, because we're just we were just too insecure to put all our thoughts on on the air, uh, yeah. you know, one on one with a microphone, and that's one thing that I've been kind of was struggling with when I started doing my night moves segment because it is just me with the microphone. The studio is in my house. Yeah. Um, I have all the equipment, and I work schedules and everything don't always align with uh, with Bishop and myself. So I wanted to to keep you guys in some content and some feedback I got for from some close friends that are, that you know enjoy the podcast was I really like the some of the short episode stuff and yeah. I wanted to put some of that together but also let my personality shine through that stuff and I get in arguments with my significant other sometimes and I realize I don't always have the greatest personality and I'm trying to figure out is which side of me am I, am I putting out on the airwaves yeah. for you guys to listen to? And that's kind of an internal struggle with that, that one-sided microphone. So I think that what you're doing to start with is more difficult than what Bishop and I kind of started with. Because we can bounce stuff off of one another. We can be humorous, whatever that may be. Yeah. And at the end, it's not the ownership is not on any, any one of us shoulders. Right. You know? the, the, the back and forth really is what drives yeah. where you go with it. And it, it's more, it's natural that way. Yes. Like I said, with my 
with my podcast, I'm speaking to an audience and I'm, I'm always cognizant of, okay, who it is, who is it that I'm trying to reach? Right. I know that there are people out there that are of like mind, conservatives, those on the right, Republicans, you know, people on that bent. And I know I'm going to reach them. And in, and in some respect, that's almost like, you know, you've heard people talk about talking into an echo chamber. Yes. Okay? That's kind of what that is. Now, of course, I want to reach other people who are either on the fence or maybe on the other side. I want them to hear what it is that I'm saying. Okay, because I want that back and forth. And honestly, in the end, you know, my goal is to not only talk into the so-called echo chamber to where, you know, people understand the more we the more voices we have out there that project, you know, what it is that we think, the, the principles that we believe in, the more we have voices out there speaking to those things, the stronger we are as a movement, but also to reach the other side and get out of that echo chamber. Maybe try to, if, if not outright convince people that the right is right, to convince people, hey, you really need to, to think about what it is you've believed in all this time and question the things that, that you're saying and question the things that you're doing. And this is why. Yeah. Okay. So when you're a new podcaster, being able to have the equipment in order to do all of this is just half the battle. The other part of the battle is, is knowing what you want to do with your voice, what you want to do with your particular podcast. Who are you trying to reach? And there are pros and cons to doing either or. Uh, like what you did with Kevin was you had a natural conversational back and forth with somebody that you could, you know, help move the conversation, move the podcast along versus someone like me or somebody else out there that might start a podcast who's basically talking to a microphone and having to remind themselves who it is they're trying to reach and why. Man, I haven't heard that in a while. It doesn't hurt to have a cool soundboard, you know, either. So yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to pick up on that because that's right there at your fingertips. Yeah, yeah, it's really. I mean, cool. I'm digging it. I like that. So, as far as your your biggest obstacle conceptually, you knew what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. For somebody out there who has the the knowledge of let's say the technology, being able to put things together, but mm-hmm. is struggling with what type of concept that they want or what niche they're trying to put themselves into. Would you have any type of advice on what your creative process was when you were putting together or trying to you know nail down your first episode? Because I know that you know the the technology the different pieces hooking everything up is, is something that was completely new to you. Yeah. It was sort of new to me as far as the extent yeah. of what I'm having to put together and, and, you know, connect different pieces and make them work with my hardware and get my software set up to work with such yeah. outside of that. What do you think was your biggest hurdle before you actually, you know, put, you know, put, uh, uh, what's the, what's the old, uh, the old phrase put, uh, is it br- brass, brass tax, put brass, the, getting, yeah, down to brass getting down to brass tax. Yeah. yeah. What was your, what was your, your biggest thing that, that prevented you or you worked the longest on before you got down to the brass tax of the whole thing? Well, to be honest with you, like I said, I'd always been kind of interested. I mean, I've, I, you know, let's, let's go back in history here. I'm old enough to where I remember Rush Limbaugh when he was still kind of a new phenomenon. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's uh, like, what the heck is this guy? Yeah. And yeah, really, he was the he was the lone voice out there with conservative content. I, I think 
you know, it wasn't really an obstacle to me because we've had these people. We've we've had the Rush Limbaugh's. We've mm-hmm. had the Ben Shapiro's. I mean, really, the podcasters now, they have Rush Limbaugh to thank. We have Rush Limbaugh to thank for being able to create platforms well, on the was, Internet. He was the first televised part of that genre that I can remember. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, love him or hate him, he pretty much paved the way for for what we're doing. Right, absolutely. He's the one that laid the foundation. Those who picked up the torch and carried it on, you know, like your Ben Shapiro's, your Michael Knowles, your Liz Wheeler's, they picked up that torch from broadcast radio and and carried it into the podcast, into the internet. I wouldn't say it was an obstacle. I think it's something that you have to you have to decide, okay, yes, you want to do a podcast. But the one question you have to be able to answer is why. Yeah, why do you want to do the podcast? Why do you want to do it in the first place? And with me, it's not that hard to figure out. I'm, I'm pretty easy. I'm a political-minded guy. I pay attention to all of the things that happen nationally and globally. And your, you know, from from your your you know your dirt sheet, pretty much that you sent me when before we did the first episode, you're also what I would consider somewhat of a historian. Uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> you're, you're definitely well read. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, and I'm not I'm not, I'm not unique in that. I mean, there are plenty of people out there that that know you know what it is they decide to talk about they'll they'll know people are going to talk you talk about what you they talk know talk about what you know yeah. right and by no means am i any kind of you know historical scholar but i do have experience with looking at history and discerning how that all came about mm-hmm. uh, why it came about and how does that apply to me right so i think i think the first thing that a that a new podcaster would have to decide is why do I want to do this in the first place? Or what can you talk about? Yeah. You know, that's one thing that I've noticed with my, my other podcast. Uh, going to plug it again, Swanton Pod, <laughs> uh, with pro wrestling. It's something that I've watched since I was in, like, sixth grade mm-hmm. and enjoyed, been yeah. enthralled with. It's easy to talk about. It's something that, you know, I've, I've watched, you know, multiple times a week. I've well, you're a back. 90s kid, right? Yeah, total yeah. 90s kid. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was... Yeah, wrestling was just a, a big thing. It was know, huge. Pop culture thing. It was huge in your day. Yeah. When when I was a kid, you know, we're talking the 80s. So ba- back then, you know, wrestling was the British Bulldogs. You know, the Iron Sheik. You know, the other commie guy. Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, those guys. I haven't watched wrestling in a hell of a long time. I couldn't even begin to comment on who the hell... Now... Isn't Cena this John Cena guy? Yeah. Isn't he a wrestler? Yeah, he's in there. He he uh, did the last Fast and the Furious movie, and then once that wrapped, he came back for a little short stint in WWE, and then he's off making movies again. Making movies, yeah. 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 Roddy Piper, it, it, it's funny, because Roddy Piper was in a movie called They Live. They Live, my absolute favorite Dude. movie. Yeah, so like it's that one. One funny thing I read about that movie, and this is going to be a small aside, is that uh, it was John Carpenter at some point has been quoted to say it was not a movie, it was a documentary. <laughs> well, I mean, with the state of the way things are today, you could almost say that, right? Yeah. I mean, the only thing that we're missing is really the aliens, right? Uh, Just wait. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that news is coming. Consume. Yes. Obey. Obey. Yeah. Um, with the longest fight scene oh, in yeah. any movie. Yeah. And with, South Park did a great recreation of did that. Did they now? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, and South Park is funny as shit, too. I, I remember when that was new. But um, who was it? That was Keith. Um, 
that was David Keith that he that that Piper did that fight scene with. Yes. Yeah. Now he was in the thing, John Carpenter's yes. the thing. Yep. And I'm not shitting you. The thing is probably, I, I'd say it's in the top five all-time favorite movies of all time. Uh, the thing, John Carpenter's The Thing, and uh, uh, Keith David or David Keith or whatever the hell his name is, he was in that movie too. I've come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm and all, I'm all out, of bubble out of bubble gum. gum. That's right. That was an awesome movie. But you know, Cena. Cena is the one guy, I, that's the only name that I could give you. Um, well, that and The Rock. The Rock was a wrestler, and then he transitioned to Dwayne, movies. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Dwayne, he yeah. went back to James, back to Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. He's a uh, he's pretty cool dude. You know, I've enjoyed the movies that he's done. Uh, he's done a new one uh, called, what, Jungle Book? What is it? Jungle uh no, uh, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Uh, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed Jungle Cruise. Um, I haven't seen that movie. Um, I've seen the trailers for it. It was. I downloaded it, uh, and I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I think I watched it twice. The the stepdaughter, uh, six six year old. She she really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, bef- now he his first one wasn't his first breakout. Um, yeah, it was the mummy. Um, and he, well, it was an offshoot of the mummy, right? The Scorpion so he, King. The Scorpion King. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Walking Tall. I don't know if I'm chronologically correct in that, but I know he did Walking Tall. Yeah. But yeah. that was a that was a really good movie. I thought almost yeah. it was almost Roadhouse esque. Was it now? Yeah. Now Roadhouse is another classic, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You can always go back to ro- you know, you be nice until it is no longer time, time to, be, to nice. be nice. Right. I thought you'd be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then, that was, uh, and then Sam Elliott calling uh, calling Patrick Swayze Miho. Yeah, Miho. Uh, the whole time. <laughs> Miho. Yeah, yeah. Sam Elliott's another legend. Gosh. See, Roadhouse was, uh, that was um, Patrick Swayze. I'm, I'm pretty sure if you're looking for, back to the original idea of, of what we're talking about, if you're looking for content for podcasts, you could probably do an entire series on the movie Roadhouse. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, look, it, 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 you know, yeah, getting back, we kind of got off on a tangent there. I mean, yeah, if you're going to do a podcast, you know, figure out what you want to talk about and figure out why you want to talk about it. Uh, you know, why do you want to reach the people? You know, reach to the masses, kind of thing. Why do you want to do it? That's really, that's probably the hardest obstacle or challenge that you'll have and then being able to look you're going to have one of two formats you're either going to have uh people that are involved in this thing with you and you're going to be able to talk back and forth with each other or you're going to be by yourself and you're going to be talking to a microphone basically a monologue yeah yeah, yeah that's really what it is a, a monologue and you know being able to make that interesting enough to where people will listen to it yeah you know yeah. the hardware is just the hardware so you, you had a, a pretty solid idea in mind of what you wanted to do, what the, what the direction you wanted to go with yours was. Correct? Oh yeah, because I mean, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm a political guy, right? Yeah. And and I mean, it's not that I can't talk about anything else. I mean, I I enjoy, you know, talking about pretty much anything. But I am a political guy. Really, the the template that I had was, you know, recently was of course the first episode that we did together. 
uh, when I when I showed up to your podcast the, the the first time. Yeah. But going before that, and, and we had expected to get you know maybe one one episode out of it. And we ended up talking for hours. And oh yeah. Been able to split it into three. Oh absolutely. Three, three segments. Yeah. So. And and you know I still listen to those. It, yeah. It, I still listen to that, especially the second segment. Uh, where we're talking about racism and cancel culture and things like that. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, I had broadcast radio in my head because that's what I grew up with. Kids nowadays or younger people nowadays growing up with the whole podcast thing. You know, like, you know, if you look at, if you watch a, a Ben Shapiro or a Michael Knowles or a Liz Wheeler, um, they're not set up like the old broadcasts, like Rush Limbaugh used to do. Yeah. Okay. Or, or like uh, Alan Combs used to do back in the day when he was still around. So you know, when I when I started doing this thing, that's really what I had in my head. Yeah. You know, and Rush Limbaugh was, in in my opinion, he was a master of being able to talk to an audience that wasn't there in the same room. He could reach simultaneously the individual and the masses. So that's the kind of the template that I've that I've gone off of. And that's how I, I run my podcast now. Now, like I said, you know, the more I learn about these and, and, and like I said, when I first started this thing and was exposed to it, uh, from your podcast, to be honest, I mean, I, I paid attention to what you were doing right? and the things that you were saying about your setup and, and all of that. Yeah. I mean, right down to the program. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know you were asking yeah. a bunch of questions, you know, mm-hmm. uh, more, more so than any, any other guests. Yeah. Know, so, so just, I mean, it, it helps to have somebody that's kind of the pioneer or the or you know in your little bubble, right? Of people, right? And uh, and just to let any listeners out there know who is who are interested in getting to do this, other than you know the checkmate with Bishmanknight.com website, there is a contact us link at the bottom of the page. My email is also matt at checkmate with Contact me with any questions, any advice that you may have. Also, there's a Reddit forum, r forward slash podcasts, a great resource resource out there for bouncing questions off of other podcasters. You can share your podcasters as well. Mm-hmm. But just anybody out there in in radio land, so to speak, yeah. uh, anybody who whose ears that this podcast falls on, I am a resource to you as well. Yeah. And, and like I said, that's the, that really was the platform on which I could bounce off of, to be honest. Like I said, as soon as I realized, you know, how you guys were doing things and the, and the fact that we did that and I was able to listen to it and see how that all played out right. and what you were doing, I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is a no-brainer. If I'm going to do anything, right, this is what I want to do. Yeah, and up until that point, uh, Bill's really only knowledge of me other than keeping kind of in contact through Facebook was, you know, we had seen each other when I was a, a rep at a, a cell phone sales company oh, in, yeah. a, in a town that we kind of had, had similar right. ties in. Yeah. Um, prior to that, he basically just knew me as a, a grunt mechanic in the yeah. army. You know, I don't know necessarily if it's some, you, you know, I was somebody you saw as somebody who would, you know, put together something like this, this show, this podcast, whatever it may be, the, the hardware, the software, everything. Hey, now, I will say this, when, you know, knowing you from, from our Army days and from when we were deployed, <clears throat> I knew that you were... A resourceful little fucker. Yeah, you were resourceful <laughs> and you were smarter. You know, you, you were the kind of guy that was, uh, that was kind of witty and had kind of what, you know, some people might call uh, uh, smart-ass remark for everything. Um, but the smart-ass comedy or, or, or comedic tone that you had to how you 
talk to people. It was anybody anybody who who observed you knew that 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 was you were backed up with actual smarts. Right. You know what I mean? There there wasn't any dumb there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was it was you were very intelligent, and if people paid attention long enough, they 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 would be able to see that. And that's called fake it till you make it, folks. Right. So <laughs> so uh, so you know um, after we left Iraq, of course, you know. Um, I think the next time I saw you were in person was at the Verizon place. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you want to talk about, you know, uh, one of the last people you would have figured at the time to see, you know, cause mm-hmm. there's just some people that, you know, they run in different circles and you run in different circles right. and you do different things. And, um, uh, I've, you know, up until that time that I saw you at Verizon in King, yeah. Uh, I would have never guessed that I would have run into you. Yeah, and we did, we you know had you know interaction on Facebook, but that was yeah. that was kind of uh, about where where it left off. Yeah, that's and, kind of an indirect know, some, some some strange paths in life kind of yeah. took took me to that area where you know we both have in common. My parents ended up moving there to their retirement home in that that same area where that Verizon store was. And, yeah, and it just kind of so happened we saw each other there, and there were a couple of run-ins in you know the local grocery store up there, and yeah. you know before the podcast, but. Uh, let's go back to the podcast. Uh, outside of figuring out conceptually uh, or directionally what you want to do with your podcast, what was your next biggest hurdle as far as putting your show together? Making it flow. Okay. Uh, Speak on that a little bit. So, like I said, you know, I've done a lot of analog stuff in my life uh, and being able to figure out, you know, how to hook up speakers. One Adam to, 12. One Adam 12. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Does anybody know that reference? Yeah. One Adam Twelve. Uh, it, and for those of you, for another reference, uh, analog stereo is. Do you remember the red and white cables? Yeah, yes. that's that's analog stereo stuff. Yes. Yeah, there so was no Bluetooth. That's right. Yeah, there was no, no Bluetooth. No HDMI there was no cords. HDMI's. There wasn't any of that. USB was still yeah. new. But uh, I would say making it flow. Okay. okay. And and the way you get to make it flow is to understand what each component does in the system. Right. right? So basically you have, from my perspective, you have, uh, what, three or four elements to an entire system. Okay? okay. So you have the hardware, which is your mics, your mixing board, you know, your cables, things like that. Your PC. Right. And mm. your computer. You have, obviously, the, the program that you use on your PC. And then you have the knowledge Okay, or the the understanding or the wherewithal to be able to make all of this work one time. You know, I know what a mixer board is, in theory. I know what it's supposed to do, but I mean, when I first started doing this thing, the only thing I understood was gain and volume. Yeah, I was kind of the same way, and I, maybe I understood less than you did because I was, as far as gain goes. Um, I mean, I played guitar i know i know what a guitar amp does yeah and and that was kind of my knowledge of it yeah um and then i I got the mixing board and the only reason i chose the mixing board i did i was looking you know i was looking up you know what's the best bang for my buck yeah that i can get with a four mic setup i know was was that what it was it was about the it was about the dollars yeah that's what with me you know and and you know i don't want to make an anti-semitic joke but you know i'm basically a jew yeah when it comes to any of my purchases if 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 i buy something i want to know is the juice going to be worth the squeeze, right? So to speak. Yeah. And you know, for the price that I that I pay for this mixing board, which I think this is the, other than the computer, which you know I hope most people out there have a computer, but you know I already had 
Uh, I'm, I'm using my, my wife's laptop to record. I use my own personal desktop that has a bunch of, you know, whistles and, and, and you know, buttons and lights and all mm-hmm. kinds of the fancy stuff. I use that to edit because it, it is so hardware heavy. Yeah. Um, I already had those two components because I'm a, I'm a PC gamer. Yeah. Um, so I had the, the gaming PC, which in turn has the hardware needed to edit simple sound, to, yeah, for God's be, sakes. Yeah. Um, but the mixing board, I think it pre-tax and shipping $93. Yeah. I think was the most expensive single component mm-hmm. purchase that I had. And while I'm researching this stuff, I'm like, man, I just, I'm looking at it and I'm seeing, I'm, I'm looking at this board and I'm, and it's got, you know, one, two, three, four, five. It's got six knobs um, on one, two, three, four, five rows. Mm-hmm. And then another two rows of six knobs. And it's got all these XLR <laughs> inputs that are also, um, one quarter inch headphone or microphone jack inputs, and then mm-hmm. it's got three, six, seven, eight quarter inch jack outputs, yeah. and this slider volume thing. And I think the only thing I recognized and knew what did on the board was the big volume slider. Yeah, the slider and, for the whole and, board. And you know, for me making an, an and that might be a small purchase for y'all. I hope it is, but a ninety three dollar purchase for me, when it comes to something that I don't know. Yet, am I fully invested? I don't really have a concept in mind other than my buddy Kevin Bishop is like, man, we for five years, he's like, we've got to do something. We've yeah. got to do a YouTube channel. We've got to do a YouTube video. We've got to do a podcast. We've got to do something. Right. And the timing just kind of came, things fell, fell into place. And I, you know, I did enough research on this board and I've been super, super happy. Yeah, with the purchase on this pile, um, it's a and, and it's on the website. It's a the pile PMXU63BT mixing board, and I haven't taken it to its full capability. I plug it into the computer to do the mixing and the recording with, mm-hmm. but you can plug a, a a thumb drive into it or a USB drive, and you can record directly to that to without a computer in place. Exactly, it's got a Bluetooth output. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't messed with that. At all, no, I, I don't think. It's, so. it's, it's funny that, that, that you say that because my whole motivation behind buying that particular pile mixer was, well, Matt's got it. I mean, <laughs> well, and and that's that's one thing too. It, is it is, works? Is when you you know you say about my smart ass that there's some smarts behind it. Yeah, I don't want to lead anybody down a road that I don't that I haven't necessarily researched. Yeah, you know, I did. You know, I, I probably watched an hour and a half of YouTube reviews on this thing. I poured through the Amazon comments. I looked at the features, the functionality. I watched videos on how people set this thing up yeah. to make the podcast. That that way, when you know, when Amazon you know rang my doorbell the day that it was delivered, I was giddy because I knew how to set it up. Yeah. You know, I didn't necessarily know how to use it. Right. But I knew how to set it up. Right. To get it started. So that's another thing that I that I encourage anybody who is who is is wanting to do a podcast is research your equipment because you know what I have put on you know the checkmate with bishmanight.com website on the podcast equipment tab is what has worked for me. And now I'm I'm glad of hearing the feedback. It's worked for you, uh, for you as well, Bill. Oh yeah. Um and, and but that's also cool because we both have the same equipment. So if we need to troubleshoot we can bounce those things back and forth off of each other. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. and, it, and it helps to have an understanding of, of, I mean, look, you may not have a, if you start out, you know, doing a podcast, you may not have a pile. 
right? right? You may have something else. And th- but, there are plenty of like little small one channel, two channel right. mixers. The only thing that really, and, and you may not even have a mixer. You may be starting this on an, an, an iPhone using your headphone mic, mm-hmm. and that's completely okay. If, if you have the bug, just go. That's the biggest thing I've, I've, I've read is just get get something recorded mm-hmm. and get it out there and get it out there. and when, and when you and when you listen to that product all right or watch that product whatever the case may be uh when you watch that yeah if you truly do have the bug to do this thing that will be the impetus for you to do other things or to uh invest in other pieces of equipment or right. software or whatever the case may be or like you know, just happened with, with my pro wrestling podcast, somebody else approached me wanting to do something. A friend of a friend was like, Hey, he messaged him and was like, Hey, I really, I really want to take the dive and do this pro wrestling podcast. Yeah. And my friend was like, Hey, I've got this buddy, you know, he happens to be a coworker in the full-time job with Mr. Kevin Bishop. Mm-hmm. Like that he has all the equipment and I know that Kevin is working a bunch right now and can't get in to do stuff with him. Yeah. Let me talk to him and see what we can do and then it's going to blossom into something else. You're yeah. going to you're going to wind up with more, you know, on your plate than you'd ever thought oh, about. Oh yeah. A collaboration know? collaboration can do a lot yeah. for it, you. And, and it, you know now it's you know not only the Bishop and Knight podcast with the Swanton Pod podcast. Now we have collaboration with um, the last stand yeah. with Wild Bill over here, right. and you know God knows he who he's going to inspire at some point, or somebody in his you know in his military unit is going to come on, or somebody who he knows is going to be like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. What you know? What did you start with? And for me, my answer is always going to be two hundred and seventy three dollars. Yeah, that was the initial investment. That was three microphones, the mixing board. I already had some headphones, and then just some random peripherals such as the uh, what is the quarter inch to eighth inch or sixteenth inch uh, adapters. Oh yeah, for yeah, the, the for the headphones, the to jacks adapt, and all the, that. The jacks and all that. Yeah, so you're gonna have random expenses in there, mm-hmm. but your distribution. I use Anchor.fm primarily distributes my podcast, and I have gone above and beyond a little bit to get other distributors in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you do that, you still import them into Anchor, <laughs> and Anchor puts that out to everybody. So you upload everything into one spot, yeah, and it distributes it to everywhere. You're going to have small expenses such as um, I use Canva, um, Canva dot, Canva.com maybe. Um, that's who I design my logos oh, through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it has a cool little program there. Um, where they have their, their own little clip arts and stuff. And, yeah. and, you know, I used a free trial to start with to yeah. figure out, is this what I want to use? Right. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, I used to do that for my Facebook banners, my podcast logos. Yeah, because I noticed your logo for, for the Bishop and Knight changed. It changed, yeah. yeah. Um, Kevin ended up, to, he, he did the, the first one or two that we had. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I really want something that's less, I created this from my cell phone. You know, he, and he did spend some time. I loved the first logos that we had, but he spent some time, you know, creating this, you know, in, in his spare time from his phone. And then I moved over to the Canva on my PC, and I spent, man, I want to tell you, like on this last Bishop and Knight logo, just getting everything the way I wanted, I probably spent two and a half to three hours, really, just on that logo. Wow. Yeah. You know, even if even if your your <laughs> even if your logo is just your face. God, um, God forbid if that is my logo because they'd be like, I'm not listening to this shit. This is a this is the worst podcast ever. <laughs> you know, but but going back to to what the what the, it's a it's a boy if a if a, if a man uh, if if a man is has ever been a product of of inbreeding, this is the podcast to listen to. <laughs> I just want to listen to it to hear his twang. Uh, you know, I just want to see what his accent's all about. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. right, right. right. 
That's why That's I right. like NASCAR. It's all left <laughs> turns. It's not all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so so the, the I guess the next thing was, okay, how do I get this to flow? And the only way that you can really understand how to get your particular podcast to flow is to actually screw around with your programs and your equipment you gotta you gotta get in there and you gotta make some damn mistakes yep you gotta make mistakes you gotta get your hands dirty you gotta really delve into it and you know for you know personally i'm one of those guys that rarely goes into the minutiae of how things are are working Okay, how they're supposed you're, to. You're more of a, a forest than trees type of guy. Yeah, because I'm I'm the guy that says, okay, this is what this, this thing is. Mm-hmm. This is what it can do, and this is how you make it do it. I don't need to get into the to into the background of, okay, this is how you get this to make this happen. This is how you get that. I'm not one of those guys. Yeah. Okay, I don't dig like you do. Uh, it's not it's not any anything that I want to actually get into when I do the digging. I want shit just like everybody else. I want to... to to have buy, it work buy straight it out. or acquire it and make it work right but through necessity yes the mother of all invention if yes. you will yes. is is why and and I'm also extremely ADHD yeah OCD and I'm a perfectionist which is why I think back to your point of you've seen yeah. you know the setup come from you know we were on a, a $14 collapsible two foot by by two foot Walmart table mm-hmm. that had all the mics attached to it three feet away from my other pc off my other desk over here into right. what's pretty much now a separate studio space yeah you know that's why you've seen that huge of an evolution, that evolution is just because i'm i can't i'm happy where we're at now mm-hmm. but i know in another week and a half you know we already talked about it i'm, yeah. I'm looking at a cinder block wall over here and i need right. some sound panels over yeah. here and I, i'm never going to be happy exactly with the way things are yeah and and that's and that's part of it too i mean that's kind of what drives you to do it right yeah i mean you and know, that's the fun of it yeah yeah because you want it to be like i enjoy getting pissed off like why did i why is this the way this is and then you fix it and then you're like you you, you sit right. back you you know you're you slip off your dad new balances into your socks and you, right. you put your hands on your hips and yeah. you crack that cold beer and you're like this is what it's all about right here guys right here this is it and then you get somebody like bill up here and he's like man love what you've done with the place yeah yeah and i'm like a kid at christmas when i hear shit like that yeah because i I mean when i walked into this thing and i've always been impressed with the with the way the sound is absorbed in in into this space so i have to work at it you don't necessarily have to work at it a whole lot and even now as we're talking i hear like the the my next thing is to get decent chairs yeah, I work from home, so I have a decent chair for myself. I have a gaming chair yeah. that's super comfortable for guests, mm-hmm. but it creaks all to shit. Oh, so you can hear when it. you move side by side. Yeah. And even now, like when you're moving, I can hear your chair just the smallest bit, and our guests will never be able to pick it up. Yeah, but I can hear it, and I'm but like, you're, but that's, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm not happy about that right now. Right? Yeah, not I'm happy at all. Not happy about listening to that. Yeah, because it, it, yeah. So, so really, that's that's in part. I don't know if you have to be necessarily as as anal about your setup as what you are, but really what it gets down to... Nothing wrong if you like anal. anal. (laughs) Why did I know that was coming? (laughs) Really what it gets down to is, you know, know, Matt's one of those guys that he wants it to be, like, like I do... Uh, he wants it to be an enjoyable listening experience, right? And and you're willing to go to uh, to great lengths, 
above and beyond. Not great dollars, right? So to speak. Well, great, great it, link. Well, the it's work. That, it's yeah. Work. I mean, it's that balance, right? Yeah. So, so what do you, what do you, what can you spend, and what can you come up with to make it the most enjoyable listening experience without breaking your bank? And, and again, and then that goes back to, well, why do I want to do this? Look, if it's important enough to you to want to be able to do it, or if it's a passion of yours, I mean, you know, like I said, you know, you're. You know, you don't have to be like the guy that wants to do a podcast to save the world. It could be just reaching out to people uh, for whatever, okay? It could be about gaming. It could be about yeah. wrestling. It can be about autism. You know how many autism? And I mean, that's a big thing with me because my, because my boy's autistic. Do you know, looking on the Internet, you will find, and I have found over the years, various studies, various links uh, to groups that talk about autism and all that stuff. And throughout that whole journey, okay, that I talk about uh, in episode four, which I haven't uploaded yet. TBD. Right, to be, uh, to be determined there. So uh, that whole journey that I've taken with autism with Junior and looking online to, to kind of research that mm-hmm. and understand it better. You know, I found more, I, I got more insight from some of the podcasts on autism yeah. they're great resources like you have um uh, maybe i'm mislabeling it here what i call mom casts yeah where you know you have maybe you have some experience maybe some not so experienced mothers but they're sharing information yeah about parenting yeah hacks tips tricks things that work i've found one where you know putting butter in a baby's bottle can help him sleep better really never in a million years what? would i have thought butter 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 what the hell does butter do the trans fat apparently it's like um it's like a the, the tryptophan thing with yeah tur- i was just gonna say is it like the turkey it's kind thing? of the same effect it doesn't have tryptophan in it but it's kind of the same effect yeah. with with babies is it helps them sleep throughout the night a baby eating a banana before it goes to bed a lot of times the hiccups and the potassium that come from the lack of potassium during during the night mm-hmm. will cause the baby to, to wake up. Yeah. A banana before a baby goes to bed helps us sleep through the, through the night. No way. I've tried both. The butter didn't work as good as the banana did. Really? The banana, awesome. I pureed it down in my Nutribullet. Yeah. Banana put him, I mean, he, he went to sleep after his bottle through the night. No kid. Yeah, because he, he went through sleep regression, as babies do. So, yeah. so the, the the banana is a good way. Now, I mean, could, I mean, is that just for babies? Or I don't that... know. I don't know what to what age yeah. that might that might stop. That might work. But, I mean, it's a, it replaces the potassium. You know, it stops cramps. Oh yeah. I mean, that might be a. Uh, yeah. I, I can't speak on a whole menstruation issue, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I that's where you know cramps come in mind. But well, look, I mean, it's either bananas or mustard, one of the two, or beer, and he's too young for that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, he's he's too young for that. That's right. We'll we'll go we'll, yeah. we'll wink I at mean, each other and I say mean, that he's too young for that. <laughs> but yeah, so so you know, off that subject, you know, podcasts are a great thing, and and you you have a multitude of subjects that you can speak on. Mm-hmm. I think that you just have to kind of figure out what you want to do, what the tone is, and sometimes that's a little more difficult. Like with Bishop and me, where we have he and I are two very very different people, and we have a lot of different things that we want to speak on and that we want to yeah. do. We live two different lifestyles yeah bishop doesn't have any any kids um he has a significant other but they're do a lot of local nightlife stuff you know he's has a more high-paced sales type environment for his 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 full-time job yeah so he you know at one time he and i were very similar in that we were both single guys in a high-paced sales environment who enjoyed out 
you know, at downtown Winston-Salem nightlife. So you kind of met him through... We worked together. We worked. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. when yeah. I left uh, the Verizon and King, I came to a different Verizon retailer in Winston-Salem, yeah. and I that's where that. I, I ran into him. And okay. we kind of, as our as our website bio click, we, we, you know, shared stories of past uh, past alcoholism and past drug abuse <laughs> and, 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 a, and a joy of memes and self-deprecation. Hey, you're just like I am. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at me right now. Yeah. You're just taller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're the me I wish I'd grown up to be. <laughs> Let's, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So back to the, your hardware, your, your forest for the trees kind of mm-hmm. hang up on that. Let's uh, continue that conversation. Yeah. So figuring out how to flow. Okay. And, and again, that goes back to understanding how your equipment works mm-hmm. and how your program works. Also, I mean, you're really mixing, you're, you're, you're putting all this stuff into a mixing bowl. So you're having to, uh, to attack each ingredient in this thing one at a time and then being able to put it into a bowl and mix it all together. And, and that's what it was for me. I had to figure out, apart from, from understanding what I wanted to do and why, it was, okay, now how does all this work? How, can, how, is, how are these tools going to allow me to do what it is that I want to do? Yeah, and one thing I love about Reaper is there are so many tutorials available on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a guy named Kenny Joya. Um, his last name is spelled G-O-I-A, I believe. Anyway, it's Kenny Joya. He's on YouTube. He's fantastic with these tutorials about how your volume comes mm-hmm. into your mixing, the compression, the different effects that you can use in post-production yeah. to kind of change the imperfections in your original recording. Yeah, because and that's one thing I found was for each episode that I've done, uh, within a range, the volume that you have, you know, your input, the volume at which you record the uh, style of music that you use that's going to have an effect on Mm -hmm. you know how loud you have that in the podcast itself because you don't want to drown out you know the speaker or getting your intro to match the volume of your episode to match the volume of your outro to match the volume of the sound effects that you insert right or the volumes of any background music right that you decide to add in Mm -hmm. for effect to any conversation Whatever. Yes, there are ways to do that within the program and using in conjunction with your mixer. There are ways to do that. The analog way of doing that sort of thing is to actually use separate tracks. Right. Okay. And the way that I honestly record and edit most of well, recording is different now that I use a separate laptop right. to record. But so I, I have one track as the main interview, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. When I go over to my big PC... I have a project that mm-hmm. I have saved, and I have multiple tracks. One track is muted, and I have all my sound effects inputted with labels on what each sound effect is. Yep. I have a track for the intro. I have a track for the outro. Yep. I have a track for the main interview. And then I have a blank track for any small edits that I may have to do. And sometimes I will create and export it to a completely other project yeah. to do an edit and then bring it back in, mm-hmm. depending on how how much I think that I can screw up the audio track. <laughs> right. You're doing, you're doing this kind of the same thing that I'm doing. Yeah. I, I, I have an allowance of five tracks and it's the difference between, you know, I mean, look, you're going to have your voice track and you're going to want to keep that 
steady, but then you have your music tracks, your intros, your outros, your incidentals. I also have a track for, like if I want to bring in reference, say another TV show or something like that, where yeah. somebody is being interviewed or statements are being made. One one that I think I noticed on your second episode was uh, Alora Ingram, and, it, yeah. and a lot of her clips tend to be a bit... High. High high on the ceiling. Right. Yeah. And and I just I haven't screwed with it enough on on that partic- you know, on that particular dedicated track. I haven't screwed with the, the program and the mixer enough to know, okay, how do I want to how do I want to make that sound yeah. in, in the program. I don't think it did too bad. No, um, no, I thought it sounded great. Yeah, I mean it, it sounded okay and you could definitely tell and that's the other thing that I had to keep reminding myself was that if I do stuff like that I, yes, I want to get it better. Mm-hmm. I want it to sound a little bit better because it's just me being anal about the whole thing. Yeah. But it also lets the listener know, hey, this is – so there's that. Right. Okay, right. there's this separate thing. He's referencing another show or a soundbite from somewhere else. And when you listen to it, you can tell absolutely – that that's the soundbite. I don't want it to sound like me. I want there to be a little differentiation. So, you know, those kind of things, depending on how intricate and how complicated you want to get with your podcast, these are the things that you, you know, that you do. And the only way to get it right is to mess with your equipment and figure out how things work. Sit down and get to brass and tacks. It, right. Sit down, get to brass tacks, and figure it all out. And eventually, by your fourth maybe even fifth episode, you'll have a pretty good idea of how things are coming out on the other side. We've, we've been through the conceptual part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been through the hardware part of it, so to speak. Is there anything else that you want to speak on as far as hardware, microphones, setup, uh, any big obstacles you came into or big pluses that you, you found through oh. the whole thing? Once you figure out that you want to do a podcast, and then once you figure out what you want that podcast to be, and then once you figure out how to make that happen by virtue of using the equipment that you have, once you get all that down and you figure out your flow, then after that, it's kind of on you as to whether or not you're going to be a sometime poster or if you're going to be a regular kind of uh, submit a podcast episode yeah. kind of thing. And that's really on you. And if you're going to be one of those semi, and I'm still trying to skin this cat, how do I... Because it takes, and this is primarily because I want it to be a good listening experience to to whoever happens to be listening. It usually takes me about six to eight hours to from start to finish, okay, and, and upload it. That's one thing with the editing that it was taking me an extremely long amount of time when I first mm-hmm. started. Now, not so much that I've kind of programmed some keyboard shortcuts into the commands yeah. that I use. The, uh, the the remove and, and, and move behind. Um, there's you know, splitting different yeah. items to adjust volume. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all that is going to... That just comes just, with time. It comes with time. Yeah, it Figure, comes with just time. Just figuring out the software because neither one of us has spent any type of formal education learning how to use this Reaper software, mm-hmm. which is why the guys like Kenny Joya out there on YouTube, I'm yeah. so grateful for putting out the, inf- the free information yeah. on how to... You know, to set up the software because it's not a podcasting recording software. It is a recording software for music. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had to figure out to, to remove the beats to not snap when editing the different small things like that. Like, you know, you use minutes and seconds rather than one quarter beats. Oh, when right. You, when you have your graph yeah. on things mm-hmm. and, and all like, you know, when you record your first podcast, this is not shit you're going to think about. 
Yeah. When you go to edit it, you're going to be kind of giddy to, oh, I'm editing my first podcast. And then my first one, like, I was ripping my hair out. Like, this is not easy. Well, see, I was used to doing things in minutes and seconds. Yeah, but mine, minutes and seconds is fine, but I had to change it over, too. And I think I sent you that YouTube video, like, before mm-hmm. you even start editing. Yeah. Set it up this way, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I had been, I'd edited seven episodes mm-hmm. before I found that video. Right. It was like, do do it this way. Yeah, because it takes the, it takes the... It uh, takes the music out of it. And, yes. And it's just voice. Right. You know? Right. And like I said, that really that comes, knowing how to do that stuff, there are plenty of people out there, and you're, you know, Matt's one of those guys. If you're going to, to really do this thing, he's one of those guys out there that you could tap as a resource on how to do it. Yeah, like I absolutely. said, when, when I started this thing, yeah, I'm, I'm basically mimicking the things that Matt is doing because I know they work. Yeah, and I had tried, you know, not even just this microphone setup. I had bought a, I think it was a $13, um, the On brand uh, USB mic from Walmart. Oh, really? I, yeah, I had tried that in, a, in conjunction with, I think, another microphone that I had had yeah. um, with this virtual digital audio interface yeah and it just it wasn't getting any, anywhere for me and i was reading through forums and you got to set this up and you've got the wrong version of this program and you got to go back to this and then i go back and i look and it's like if you want to do anything serious with this get an analog digital audio converter or dac whatever you call it the mm-hmm. pile that i use yeah get xlr stuff and just just save yourself the headache yeah and and those are the kind that's the the kind of information or sh- you know, heads up shortcuts that people like you who have done this right. and have learned through trial, that's sort of the, you know, it's kind of the shortcut people can take. Oh, uh, you know, this guy says do A, B, and C. Now I can do it. And that's what I've done. But look, don't get lazy. If you're going to take the advice, you know, like like with you, Matt, I did, I basically followed your, in your footsteps. Yeah, my, my sort of roadmap. Yes. In, in what you were doing at the time. And I made those things work. But don't be lazy, folks. Understand what it is that you're doing. Don't just look at at someone like, you know, like with Matt. I looked at his setup. I, I mimicked a lot of things that he does. But don't just look at it and make it identical. Understand how that stuff works. Yeah, there's hours and hours of, of, of you know, research videos. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the user guide from Reaper is available free to download, yeah. you know, from their website. And, you know, I've poured through that thing. I've made notes. I've printed it out. I've highlighted pieces of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as, as much as I want this to be an easy experience for you to get started in, you have to do pretty much the same footwork so you can get comfortable and everything that comes after this first, you know, three to four episodes is easier. Yeah. Um, another statistic that I read is most podcasts fail after seven seven episodes. Really? That's, that's seven episodes and no more. Really? Yeah. Now, now, why is that? The why, I'm not sure of. Do you think it's... Uh... The, the statistic is just one that, uh, that I've read continuously on both forums as well as, you know, getting your podcast started videos on YouTube is... Most people will do seven episodes at, at average. You know, it might be six, it might yeah. be nine, whatever. Right. That's when it stops. Is seven episodes. So they stop. Just stop doing it. They stop doing stop it altogether. Doing it altogether. Interesting. And I've got to, you know, with my initial investment of, you know, what two hundred sixty-three, two hundred seventy-three dollars. Yeah. At that point, I, I'd spent too much money to not do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's yeah. that might that may be the uh, the the, the semite in me. Right, uh, the semi. You know, but you know, 
and I could probably sell this stuff to and get a return on investment to somebody who wanted to do a small recording studio. But yeah. also the cool thing is, is now I have this space and this equipment that if somebody approaches me or somebody word of mouth, like with my other wrestling podcast says, well, I want to start recording some songs or some audio. I have it for you to do. I have the equipment. Yeah. I'm not going to edit it for you. I'm not going to put it together. You can possibly rent some time. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to go that route. If you wanted to go that route. Yeah, yeah. sure. I think uh, I think it makes much more sense, though, what you were saying about, I mean, you know, for you. Mm-hmm. And if I if I thought about it, I'm, I'm, probably, I'm probably in this same boat. You had spent too much time and money yeah. uh, to not do it and figure it out and do it. I find it interesting because I hadn't seen that. I it didn't even occur to me to even look that information up. The fact that people do like on average 7 episodes of a podcast that they're doing and then that's it makes me wonder, okay, well why why is that? Well, and there's the funny thing about that statistic is there's no time limit on the episode because I have some that are almost close to two hours, an hour and 46 minutes, I think mm-hmm. is the longest episode. And then I have some shorts, I think at like 11 or 12 minutes. Yeah. Your 13 minute one, the one that I listened to uh, about a week or so ago. Yeah. And I, and sometimes I'll, I'll just get a, a wild hair at night and like the one about the, the crazy scientific experiments performed, you know, where I just list, you know, like the 11, you know, wildest scientific, which, yeah. you know, the, the Harvard, uh, what is the name of it? The Harvard, whatever experiment, uh, it leaves me now. So much, so one of the night moves episodes, but yeah. the, I could do a whole, I could do an episode on each one of those, Yeah, but just that small one is like, oh, well, Halloween's coming up and I'm a big Halloween guy. Mm-hmm. Why don't I insert creepy effect sound effect here <laughs> and, you know, go yeah. in and, and do one of these for, excuse me, the 30 days of Halloween or something. Like I said, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to look at that. I'm going to explore that because now I'm just curious as to what stopped him. Because if, if this is, for me, it's like I said on my episode that I haven't uploaded yet, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I said last night, look, I broke double digits in terms of listeners. Yeah. Now, now It's a big deal. It's to yeah. us. Oh yeah, it's huge. Now you look at Joe Rogan, who has a hundred thousand downloads per I know. Da- downloads, not listens. Now there's a difference between downloads well, sure. and listens. Sure, sure. You but know. still, that's a shit ton. Yeah. You know what I mean? Compared to some schmuck like me. But I mean, <clears throat> it's like I said last night. Look, the fact that I have fifteen, thirteen, fifteen individuals that think I'm interesting enough to even listen to in the first place. Yeah. Is kind of that's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, because in my like everyday life, I don't have thirteen people that like me. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I have I have daily probably thirteen people that think I'm I'm just that weird old fucker. But you know the the fact that there are people that are willing to listen to the, to to what I have to say. Yeah, it leads me to believe that there there are more people out there like me than what we even know, and the more voices we have out there to get our message out, whatever that message may be. You know, like I said, it, it, it comes down to we have more in common in life than we do the things that divide us. Right. Okay? The things that unite us and the things that we have in common are greater than the things that we have that divide us. Right. Now, of course, you know, the things that divide us, you know, there's a reason why that's always louder than the things that unite us. But when you, when you get down to it, the fact that I have double-digit people actually listening to what I have to say is kind of a cool thing in the sense that I you know look I'm not trying to be famous I'm not trying to be another Joe Rogan or a Ben Shapiro or a Mike Knowles I'm not trying to be those guys I'm just genuinely passionate about discussing the issues or whatever it is that I'm talking about I'm I'm passionate about discussing those things 
in a conversational way and passionate enough to keep going as long as people are willing to listen. You know, the weird thing to me is, I guess we could we should probably wrap up with yeah. with with this little bit because we kind of talked about you know the different aspects of starting you know as much as and we you're going to have a lot to edit. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> unless I just decide to throw the whole hour and 30 minutes out there. Right. But uh, the the trending types of podcasts, the first one is the Binge Watchers podcast. Horror movies, movie news, and movie stories. Top, yeah. top of the list. Yeah. Um, then you have one in Arabic called Channel B. You have another one in Arabic that I can't read. Um, then Crime Junkie, Dateline NBC, which is mostly crime, crime mm. stories. Yeah. The Case File of True Crime. Then Ben Shapiro. Then Morbid, a true crime podcast. Wow. Then Stuff You Should Know, which is one that I listen to. I love the Stuff You Should Know podcast. Yeah. Um, then audiobooks. Then My Favorite Murder. So you see a trend yeah. with these top ones is crime and murder. Isn't that strange? What is yeah. It, what does that say? That's the weird thing to me. But another statistic that I've read is 77% of people that listen to the murder podcast are women. Oh, well, you knew that. I mean, uh, I mean, you, you well, know. mine ponders on how to kill me and get away with it right. fucking daily. So. Well, sure. And and I know enough women out there that have probably thought about my early demise as well. But, I mean, even before you had podcasts. Yeah. I don't know if you could find a radio broadcast that that is specific to those subjects. Right. Number one. So you had TV shows. Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. I, I can even talk, you know, Quantum Leap. That was a Quantum Leap with uh, Scott Bakula. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was, my grandmother, God, she really? was religious in watching that really? show. But it was, he, he was in, he quantumly jumped into mm-hmm. the body of another of person. another person, male, female, child, whatever it may be. Yeah. Who a crime was about to be committed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had to solve the crime before it happened. Yeah. And who were the and, and who watched those? Primary audience was women. women. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Now I'm worried. Yeah. yeah. So we need to start talking about some crime, man. Yeah, I know, right? Listeners. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so like five percent of my listeners right now are female. Yeah. Now I don't know how accurate that is. I mean, that's... I feel like a lot more men do listen to the political ponderings. Yeah. Than than because my wife hates when I talk about politics when oh, I get I, into anything. Absolutely, and I and and you're probably right about that. It probably is more men that that deal with the politics yeah. of things. Yeah. Although uh, I'll tell you, I don't know to what degree, but I mean, you know, women are are closing whatever gap there may exist in that realm. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, my favorite podcaster right now is Liz Wheeler. Uh, Liz Wheeler. Yeah. The blonde. She. So you, she started you, doing. Like, have to speak more because. Yeah. I'm she. She blonde, did video but... shorts that that would show up on Facebook. Is she? Is she American? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Liz. Liz. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. So she would do these shorts on subjects like constitutional freedoms tyranny little subjects that were happening in the news right right? and and she would basically turn them into larger issues okay okay she would speak to the larger issue that this one particular little issue so 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 you have a little issue that is the seed and she speaks to what the to what the seed grows into into. right and so so when you talk about uh just wear a mask well that turns into a whole constitutional issue and you go to the studies of you know wearing a mask takes away one's sense of self-identity especially and younger age children. Well, it's not even that. It's it's. I mean, it's part of that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but she would get into. She was more about constitutional issues. Okay. What the government was doing. Why they she, shouldn't she be doing it. She dealt more in absolutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She's one of my favorite podcasters right now, and she does on Facebook. Like, if you haven't subscribed to her, 
to her podcast thing. Yeah. She, her, her podcasts on face that get shown on Facebook um, are typically about a half an hour to 45 minutes long. But she's one of my one of my favorites right now. I'm not looking to be like a, a Liz Wheeler. I'm not looking to be a Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to be any of that stuff. I just like doing this enough. And the, the, the fact that more than five people in the world think that what I have to say is worth listening to, I, I just find that fascinating. Well, and I enjoy, you know, when I listen to your, your trailer and I think your first two episodes, I haven't listened to the third yet, mm-hmm. is how fired up you get. <laughs> about certain things but yeah. but then you go into such a fact-based backing on a lot of it and I don't I don't agree with all of it. I mm-hmm. agree with a lot of it. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but I don't agree with all of it. Right. But you're you back yourself up so well that I think it makes it enjoyable. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean I mean what look, if you're going to talk about something, like you said, you ought to talk about something you know about. You mean and, you don't want to just trust the science? Well, I mean, you know, we're, Science. we're getting off try. on a tangent. Yeah, you on can. This, you can. You know, uh, you, so. Yeah, you're fixing to open the gate for yeah. something else here. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's do this. Let's wrap up the the, the our, our first uh, sure. episode or segment here on um, uh, starting your own podcast. Yeah. Because uh, is there anything else that we haven't talked about or said that you can think of? Any tips or tricks that you can give? Well, I don't know how much the, of a tip it is. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know, I don't know what this is. But it, it look. Be passionate about what you do. Always strive to be the best. No matter what you do, be the best at it and patience. Patience. Have patience, because if you're if you're one of those people that just wants to just shoot something out there and expect an immediate return to what it is, especially if you're doing a, a, a podcast where you talk about issues or, or whatever it is, you're gonna have to have patience because if you don't have that, you're not gonna get anywhere. To echo that, no matter what you talk about, whether you feel like people agree or disagree, there is an amendment that protects your right to that. The, it's the first one. Oh, the first the one. The first one. Oh, it's, yeah. It's the, that's why they put it before that's the right, rest before of That's right, before the rest of them. And the yeah. second one that I'm, I believe you, Wild Bill, are also a proponent of, yes. the second one gives you the right to defend that first one. I think you're on to something. So this is why I, and I hope you echo the same sentiment, uh, feel like podcasting platform is, is so great. Yeah. is because you have your constitutionality. You have a right to say what's on your mind, whether somebody disagrees or whether somebody agrees and wants to shout it from the mountaintops. Oh, it yeah. is your right as an American citizen. Both Bill and I have been to different corners of the world defending that right. Yeah. So exercise your rights, people. Absolutely. If there's any example of people actually being able to exercise their First Amendment right, this is it. Because the podcast can be anybody. It's not NBC, it's not CBS, it's not ABC, it's not even a Rush Limbaugh. And as Uncle Joe said so perfectly in his Afghanistan exit speech, the buck stops here, boys. That's right. The buck stops with you. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to an episode of Checkmate with Bishman Knight with my buddy Wild Bill on the upstart of his new podcast and kind of the pitfalls, ups and downs as we had in it. Um, We are coming to you very soon with uh, some more content. And hopefully, if Kevin Bishop ever, you know, gets off the road and gets free time, you you might hear his sexy voice again on this podcast. (laughs) Until then. We'll see you guys later. Just another piece of advice for you men. Brush your damn teeth before you put on your tie.
Sometimes in life, things can come across as rather odd or often peculiar, a little like the way that you decide to tune into other radio stations other than ours. 